Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello, my name is Adam Sandler, and welcome to So, So, So Sandler's, the Sandman Movie Podcast. Agabagoo! Welcome back to So 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 Sandlerus, the Sandman movie podcast, the podcast where we discuss famed cruise ship waiter Adam Sandler. As always, I am joined here with my co-host. How are we going, guys? Good to be back. Not talking about this movie, but I'm just glad we're doing <laughs> We're going to power through this one. Um, I think this episode two is probably going to be the low point of the entire series until we get oh. to Jack and Jill. Yeah. I feel like people might actually look forward to that, though. Yeah. Because it's, it's kind of infamous, whereas this is... Nobody knows about it because... <laughs> <laughs> but Oh, God. Yeah, but before we start, I'd just like to say thanks to everybody that listened in the past week. Somehow, we made it to number 42 on the iTunes charts for film reviews, which is uh, I... <laughs> which is crazy. But yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. I, I don't know why you did, but we appreciate it. <laughs> now, we've got a couple of good pieces of feedback, and uh, we try to take everything on board. But, yeah, Matt, should we just get into it? I think this one, we just, we just get it done, eh? Yeah. <laughs> right, this week's movie is Going Overboard. Adam Sandler is a cruise ship waiter fishing for laughs. All my life, I just wanted to get on stage and make people laugh. Hi. How you doing, Errol? What's your name? I hate you! Stand-up comedy is such a sad thing. Uh, this isn't going too well, is it? It's absolutely the most degrading thing a human being can put himself through. There's your punchline. Somewhere between seasickness and murder. This killer comic discovers the power of laughter. This is not your... Adam Sandler is going overboard. But first, let's see a montage of some beautiful women. Hi. What the hell do you mean by that? Comedy. 
can't think of anything funny. It's a killer. Yeah, I am funny. Going Overboard, 1989, written and directed by Valerie Bremen, starring Adam Sandler, Burt Young, Alan Covert, Billy Zane, Terry Moore, Milton Berle, and Billy Bob Thornton. Okay, Matt, before we start, I want to introduce you to a new segment called Curb That Blurb. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read a plot synopsis that I have found online, and then if it's good, we let it go, but if it's a bad one, you let me know if you want to curb that blurb. And by curb, I mean you take it outside, make it bite the curb on the side of the road and kick it in the back of the head. Okay? So this is from IMDb. Shecky Moskowitz, a deservedly struggling young comedian, lands a menial job on the cruise ship that's holding the Miss Universe pageant. The big man on deck of this voyage is Dickie Diamond, the ship's comedian on all-around ladies' man. As an assorted array of thugs, Panamanian mercenaries and terrorists tried to storm the ship. Shecky hopes for the big chance to prove himself and enter the exciting world of cruise ship comedy. Um, that's pretty much the movie. Um, I, w- I will definitely curb this blurb. Anything to do with this movie, I would like to curb stomp. It is fucking awful. <laughs> it's the worst film I've ever seen. <laughs> this, this is tragic <laughs> as fuck. But I, I think it's pretty obvious that both of us hate this movie and there's been a lot of a lot of people online in the same vein as what we're saying as well. So I've got. I, a couple... not... I don't think I've seen anything positive about this movie. No, it's all all <laughs> negative. Um, I've got a review here from 2001 from Kevin Fragmaster Bowen for our uh, from uh, somethingawful.com, and he says this is the most disgusting most disgusting kiss ever captured on film. Yeah, that I can that it. That was a horrendous moment. That's, that's all he <laughs> said not even, this movie. Not even the worst bit of the movie, but good God. <laughs> and then a couple more from Letterboxd. I've got... Oh, okay. I've got two half stars and I've got two five-star reviews. So the first one is from Cameron Casper and it's a half-star review. I have never seen It's a Wonderful Life, but I have now seen Going Overboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what he means by that, but all right. <laughs> I reckon they're on the same end of the spectrum. And then oh, another, yeah. another half star from Chris. Bought this at Goodwill for $1 just to finally, after all these years, experience Adam Sandler's debut. It will be donated back to Goodwill as soon as humanly possible. Yeah, I, I, I just feel bad for anyone that spent any money on this movie. Yeah. I, I bought this movie <laughs> I bought this movie years ago. And I remember oh, it Gary. being crap then. <laughs> and then we if got... you don't like it as a child, then fucking no one's got any help. <laughs> Although there is there is like a hundred f bombs in this movie, which was quite funny. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, I guess got some some redeeming qualities. I guess. I mean, well, there's some. We'll get to that. The, yeah. the cast is a big one. Yeah, that's true. Um, then we got five stars from Gavin. I've said this was my favorite movie while I was high, and I'm sticking to it. God damn it. That's that's a hill to die on, right there. You yep. might wanna. You might not want to do that. And then what? One more from Raph Williams. He says, amazing. The madman has been using films as an excuse to go on vacation for 32 years. See, I, I've i got some comments about this as well. <laughs> I, I, can, I can completely agree with that, that review. That's, that's on par. How does he do it? Every single I have f- no idea. Every it's single amazing. film, he just goes on holiday. It's incredible. <laughs> like, 
Adam Sandler is like my absolute hero for movie making. He just is on some tropical islands 90% of the time, living his best life. Yeah, with all his best mates as well. Yeah, it's incredible. So, Matt, taking those reviews on board, how do you feel this review has done critically on Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, this is... What percentage of critics has given this... Critics, there's no way this is over like 20%. There's no fucking way. Uh, the critics' approval rating on Rotten Rotten Tomatoes is zero percent. Thank fucking Christ! <laughs> but and, that's fully deserved. And what do you feel about audience rating, Matt? It should be the same. <laughs> well, eleven percent of audience gave this uh, a positive review. Eleven percent—that is—that's tragic. It's uh, it's Gavin from earlier on. It's just. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Someone has just decided this is their favourite movie of all time, you bastard. Uh, Skewing the the results. Oh, I don't know how we're going to do this. It's such a bad film, and there's no plot. There's no plot. Like, I know we said last week there was no plot, but in this there is, like, I can't even describe how little of a plot there is. It's just some people fucking around on a boat. Yeah. Like, it's literally that's all it is. Like, we've been on a cruise we could have filmed we could have filmed something like this no no we problem. could have filmed something better than this <laughs> on a cruise like I, I i have no doubt in my mind that we could have got something better than this um yeah sh- should we just get into it yeah so the, f- the first first thing this opens with why opens with um bert young's character the general finding oh like he's got some porn movies and then yep. for some reason one of them's one of them is the movie of this movie, which he's watching whilst being in the movie. Yeah, that's still going. I can't describe how this works, but this man is a fucking time time was a time lord. He's just magic. Yeah. So, so the first scene is this di- dictator trying to watch some porn. He has Patty does Panama, rub me raw, but he decides to watch a movie called The Unsinkable Shecky Moskowitz, which is this movie. You know, that, that really grabs you. Which is this movie that he's watching on a recorded VHS, but later on he's in the actual movie. And he's live streaming it at the same time. Like, it's yeah. it's got, like, a live feed. Yeah. I don't know how to describe this, because it just doesn't make <laughs> sense. If you're listening to this and thinking, are these people, like, having a fucking seizure trying to, like, speak about this movie? Yes, I'm... My brain hurts. Um. So, so yeah, this dictator decides to watch... Uh, the unsinkable Shecky Moskowitz, and then we are treated to a five-minute-long animated yeah, I was opening. Say, opening this, this opening credits last for three and a half minutes, and it's nothing except fucking Adam Sandler <laughs> as a cartoon, just making different faces. Yep. Um. Why? I you wouldn't want your name associated with this movie, let alone the opening fucking five minutes of the movie is just that, and it's nothing it's, else. It's just your animated face. He's not even changing expression it's just the picture just changes yeah like it uh, i don't know what i don't know what do you i mean this this movie has a budget of what two hundred thousand dollars and yeah all of that went on renting the boat a hundred (laughs) percent yeah a million percent um so so yeah this three and a half minute long opening sequence and then we're introduced to sandler's character um oh no that's a lie fourth wall break yeah, oh, no. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, everybody's getting on the boat. It, no, th- throughout this movie, there's a bunch of uh, interview segments. 
Are they interview segments? I just thought he was just breaking the fourth wall. Uh, no, that... w- with the girls. Oh, with sorry, with the um, the Miss. Yeah, with with the Miss, miss Universe. Universe. So miss, yeah, whatever. So after after the uh, animation, we've got an interview segment with Miss Universe girls talking about Shaggy, and uh, all the girls are just being uh, pretty mean to him. One girl says uh, he makes me want to vomit, and then an- at least one girl says he has a great concept about life, but I wouldn't want him to touch me. That's. I wouldn't want anyone from this movie to touch me. This <laughs> no, it's dreadful. And then finally, we're introduced to Sandler's character, and as Matt says, he does a Deadpool straight away and just breaks the fourth wall. I I couldn't understand <clears throat> though. I was like, because the opening scene is obviously him putting this movie on. So I was like, is this a documentary kind of thing? Like, is he just filming himself? And and it's never explained. Oh yeah, it's I didn't just him think talking about it being to the a camera. But it, it, there's some there are some good moments in it where he's like, "Who are you talking?" He comes in later and he's like, "Who are you talking to?" And he's like, "Oh, just the camera over there." And he's like, "Oh, hey, camera." Like, yeah, it's kind of there's some kind of funny moments, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, um, I guess it is a documentary. <laughs> it kind of is, but like, I, I'm, I, yeah, I don't really know. That's what that's that's what I thought it was going on anyway. Yeah, and then as Sandler's breaking the fourth wall. He explains what the movie is. He says that there's no budget. It's a loosely thrown together story, and that they're just there to take the piss, pretty much. Which is, you know, that's the best. That's all you can say about this movie is they're literally just them fucking around on a boat. Yeah, and and I think it's a fair warning to anybody who wants to watch this movie because if you make it past that point, you've got nobody to blame but yourself. <laughs> Anyone that wants to watch this movie, don't. And I, That's all I can say. Honestly, it's dreadful. Uh, all right, we can do this. We can get through this. Right, and then there's another extremely long se- um, sequence of Sandler just walking up the steps. Oh, yeah, he's just going up, like, he's, six flights of ramps. Yeah, just... And it's, and it's a full zig. shot. Yeah. There's that, no... That takes another... <laughs> couple of minutes and and then we, we just get a bunch of uh in the interview segments again and it's just like extremely beautiful women and then there's one shot of a guy with long hair who looks like a woman but has a beard yeah i don't know what was going on here um they really it really adds nothing to the movie that these segments are in like it kind of ties in he says something and then it just kind of segues into them answering different questions but it, yeah i don't know why it's there there's no need for these interview segments like at all no like i i understand that it adds to the miss universe aspect of the movie which, i guess but there isn't any it's that's all it is the, the only thing that gets referenced later on is miss australia yeah and that that's the only thing that's it it had there's no part of this plot that needs them there and then after this, we're introduced to Sandler working the deck as as a waiter. Yeah. The guests are being horrible to him, like calling him pieces of shit and whatnot, and just abusing the waiter for bringing over the wrong drinks. And then a seagull shits in. <laughs> I'm just, I've just wrote down a note of a bird shit drink, and that was it. Yeah, a seagull shits in a customer's drink, and this customer's mean to Sandler earlier, so he just serves it to it anyway. And then as Sandler's serving his drinks, uh, Dickie Diamond is also on the deck, putting on a comedy show. The main, the main, I guess, is he the, like, the main antagonist in this movie? Yeah, he has to be. 
Oh, is he? Apart from, I don't know, because S- some characters turn up later on. <laughs> I'm guessing he's Sandler's main antagonist. True. But yeah, Dickie Diamond's putting on this comedy show, and it's honestly just the worst jokes in the world, the meanest jokes in the world. It's fucking awful. Like, I don't know if it, it's obviously intentionally bad, but it's like, so bad. Yeah, it's dreadful. And then he's just laughing at his own jokes, and he's got the worst laugh in the world. Just for, for Eric had a bad laugh last week. On. Oh god, this but has this been nice to see. Sorry for anyone wearing headphones there. <laughs> but I just I I can't tell because he breaks the fourth wall here again. And then, yeah, and I just can't tell what's going on. And then he goes straight into like dreaming about this and then he just murders him he just pulls a gun out in a dream sequence and just fucking shoots him sandler pulls out a gun and uh kills dickie diamond but then we realize that it's a dream sequence and then we just introduced to sandler's mid bob yeah bob the other the only other waiter on this boat <laughs> I, I, i've written a note down here that bob laughs like a dolphin <laughs> That's a, fair enough yeah there's some terrible laughs in this movie um. Yeah, and, and then we just oh, fuck's sake! I hate this film so much. The next note I've got written down here is just gross goth guy. Um, because we just go straight to. Is that the thing that's next? For anyone that doesn't yeah. know, I I watched this movie about two hours ago, and I honestly couldn't even fucking tell you what happened. It was, tra- oh, it's just awful. Oh no! Before the goth guy, we we've got um, Sandler doing stand up to Bob in his cabin, and he just bombs. And Bob's like, "Don't worry about jokes. You're funny naturally. Like, just go go up there and just talk, and you'll make people laugh." And then, yeah, they go see Dicky again. Oh no, they see Dicky twice or something. I don't know. I I've got down. They go see Dicky's afternoon show. And he's just doing the same <laughs> shit jokes, and then Sandler pulls out the, uh, pulls out a gun and kills Dicky, and, and then I've written down uh, Sandler's got a joke here, and it's like I was speaking to my father the other day, and he said, "Shecky, I think you should marry someone who has the same beliefs as the family," and then Sandler goes, "Dad, why should I marry someone who thinks I'm a schmuck?" And then yeah, it turns out it was a dream sequence. That and still then, might be the best joke in this whole movie. Yeah. I, th- I think it is. And then we meet the rock star who's just this dirty, grubby, black tooth slime oh, bag. Horrendous. He's is... I, I I don't know if he looks like that in real life or if he was done up for makeup, but he's the dirtiest person <laughs> I've ever seen on scene. Uh, he on literally screen. looks like they've picked him out of a bin yeah. in Rochdale. And then the manager's talking about selling his rights to sell a Barbie doll for forty dollars. Forty million dollars. Oh, forty million dollars. Yeah, forty million dollars. <laughs> nobody, nobody is getting an action figure deal for forty million dollars. That's outrageous money in the eighties as well. Jesus, yeah, it's crazy. And then Sandler just goes, um, he breaks the fourth wall again, and he's like, "Oh yeah, we've just added these characters to the movie for some variation. They're not actually important to the plot at all." <laughs> <laughs> Very relevant. Like, no one in this movie is is relevant to the plot. There no. is no plot. And then... Yeah, um, then Croker, the rock star, he talks about his number one sing- single, I Want to Slap Your Cat. 
that's uh yeah, that... that made him millions and millions of dollars and then after this we just get another interview segment with the girls and the question is what would you do with a million dollars and there's just a bunch of boring answers like shit oh, answers i'll put it in the bank i'd put it in there the bank to buy some clothes but um <laughs> the, the last girl she says um i would help people pop their pimples mm, pus why why what <laughs> If you watch Dr. Pimple Popper and all that bullshit on YouTube, there's something fucking wrong with you. None of that. And then, yeah, that kiss happens, which is probably the most disgusting kiss on screen. Oh, it's I've just awful. Seen. It's just like both tongues extended out of the mouths by like four inches and they're just lapping each other like dogs. It's fucking yeah. awful. <laughs> it's, it's honestly disgusting. And that goes on for a bit too long as well. Oh, it definitely goes on a bit too long, and it's a bit too loud as well. It's just gross as fuck. And then, <laughs> and then af- after this, I guess it just cuts forward a couple of hours, because Sandler's done now, even though he's still in his uniform, and he's sat in the bar with Bob and uh, Croker, the- this rock star. And Sandler tries to tell Bob a joke, but he doesn't understand it. And but the rock star, joke. the rock star understands it. Yes, yeah. Bob is. I don't know if Bob is just thick or doesn't think Shecky's funny. I think he's probably just thick. I think yeah. Everyone in this, like every character, is just written to just be the worst person in the world in this movie. And then some ladies like, come. Everyone's just a cunt. Yeah, and then <laughs> some la- ladies come in and take Croker away, and then Sandler is being a pick me boy here. Because he's like, oh, I'm so sad. No women like me. I'm not funny. I'm not funny. And then then some girl comes to take Bob and Sandler's even more alone now. And then we get Alan Cover as the bartender. I, I, Alan Cover's the bartender. He doesn't really do much in this scene. No, it's, it's just kind of there. Yeah, he's there. And then Miss Australia comes in and Sandler tries to flirt with her and she tells him to fuck off pretty much what is it? he says hello and she tells him to like go and fucking die or something yeah <laughs> we're trying to have a laugh with this movie but honestly it's so unfunny it's impossible I get, it's, it's tr- I'm, we're genuinely trying here this is it's tough going uh and then dickie comes in and sandler uh plucks up the courage to ask Dickie if he can open for him, but Dickie doesn't care. And then Sandler tries to tell him a joke about something, but Sandler's showing no confidence, so it's understandable Dickie does not want this random guy to... Because he's not funny, he's not being very loud, he's not being very straightforward. He's just being this little kid who's just super shy and too scared to do anything. And Dickie's like, yeah, I, I don't care. And then Mr. Australia comes back, and tells Dickie that Sandler tried flirting with her, and then Dickie just knocks him out. Just cracks him straight in the face. Yep. No questions asked. And then uh, as Dickie punches uh, Sandler, Dickie goes, here's your punchline, you stupid fuck. Which, again... One of the better parts of the movie. Yeah, another great line. <laughs> and then I- I've just written Alan Covert's advice is... Uh, poetically beautiful do you remember what he said because i don't no idea no no, no idea but... <laughs> couldn't fucking tell you but apparently i thought he was beautiful and then 
And then, yeah, everyone's coupled up on the boat and Sandler just says he's depressed and wonder what the future holds for him. And then cut to another interview segment and again, they're all boring as fuck answers. And then we just cut back to Sandler and Sandler's like, okay, I'm going to meditate now. And then he just yeah. goes, hum, hum, hum. And then it's suddenly the morning. Yep. Chose not to sleep and then just the next scene is him just going to bed in the morning. Uh, and we get more dream sequences. Yeah. The, yeah, fuck knows, eh? Like, what's the first um, dream sequence? He he has, like, a really bad nightmare. Yeah. And then the second... He has a nightmare about being in an asylum, and he's got a straight jacket on, and then Dickie's just doing his stand-up bit. And he's got and an apple in his Dickie mouth says, for some reason. He's just, yeah. just got a full apple D- as a gag. D- Dickie says to, to Sandler, who's... Uh, in a straight jacket he goes is that a straight jacket or in your case it might be a homo jacket <laughs> I don't I, I don't think you could, could <laughs> I think I missed that but fucking hell <laughs> you, you couldn't get away with that now oh the 80s and then we've got another animation sequence of uh, Dickie ripping his eyes out yeah where did, like he just randomly cut to a cartoon and he just kind of like pulls his own face off yep where did, that's where, it what, where did that come from I don't know. The, yeah, but it's like the only bit of cartoon in this movie. Like, there's, I don't know. I I genuinely don't know what to say about this 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 movie. This segment, it just doesn't make any sense. They just cut to a cartoon of him pulling his eyes out, and then that's it. Yep, that's the movie. Um, and then yeah, then they cut to a nice stream, and Sanders just rolling rolling around on the beach with a bunch of beautiful ladies, and then that gets ruined by Bob who turns up in drag as Sandler's mother. And uh, Bob, as Sandler's mother, goes, uh, Shecky, I don't want your penis falling off like your father's did. And then Shecky just wakes up in his cabin and Bob is going on about how fantastic last night was with this girl that took him home. Yeah. (laughs) Another nothing scene. And and apparently this girl, her, her name was Debbie with an I... And uh, she's a hustler model, and apparently in her photo shoots, she enjoys using pigs, whatever that means. Let's just swiftly move on, eh? Like, I don't yep. know what the fuck is going on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> We're really trying, but there's nothing to go on for this movie. And, th- and then I think they're in the kitchen or something, and Sandler tries out some new material with uh, Bob, and his joke was, I was speaking to a girl, and I said, I'll do anything you say. Asked her on a scale of one to ten, um, what am I? And she said, "Oh, you're an eight. So I peed on her shoes. You're an eight. And you're an eight. Yeah. Brilliant. Fucking brilliant. Classic player. That is like, that's like the. I don't know. It's just supposed to be a shit joke, but there's just nothing redeeming about anything. No. And then <laughs> it's just. Bob doesn't find Sandler funny at all, but Alan Covey comes in, saves the day, and he says, Shecky, I think you're funny. And then after this, we just get a boxing boxing match between... Yeah, they're, they're just telling jokes that are landed on each other, but... this this The referee has the best line in the movie. So we cut to this boxing scene with Dickie and Sandler... And uh, the referee says, I don't want any headshots, I don't want any shots below the waist, and I don't want any food or drink on the mat. It's a new one. Brilliant. And, <laughs> and for, for some reason, he's a little person as well. 
Yep. <laughs> For absolutely no reason at all. The referee is just a little person. Yep. And then <laughs> they start fighting and saying jokes, I guess, but none of them are funny. Yeah, but yeah, so, like, but they don't, they don't they don't throw any punches. Like the punches thrown are the jokes, which I I kind of get, but but there's no. Why does it need to, to be joke? a boxing match? Like one of the jokes was, "Hey, Dicky, you look like Sasquatch," and then the other joke was like, "Hey, Sandler, you have a big nose," or whatever. What is like, it? Yeah, he's just like you. You're like Sasquatch. Like, let me braid the hair on your back or some <laughs> bullshit. Like, what? <laughs> they're not funny. And then after this week, um, we cut to a very important interview about world peace. And this is where the next subplot of the movie starts because um, Miss Australia goes on about how horrible this dictator in Panama is and how he kills people who don't agree with him. And then we cut back to the dictator watching this movie on a pre-recorded VHS, losing his shit because Miss Australia doesn't like him and thinks that he smells. Yeah, and he's just like the most depressed man in the world. Just Yeah. Just questioning his entire life. And and because Miss Australia said that he smells like pizza, the dictator tr- decides to get two terrorists in to go chase this boat that's on a VHS that's pre-recorded that the dictator's watching in his room. In and what then, it seems uh, to be real time. Yeah, even though it's a pre-recorded VHS. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Is he fucking Twitch streaming it? Like, what is going on? <laughs> I, I have no... Th- this is probably the most confusing part of the whole movie. Oh, 100%. This makes no sense. I made note of this. I was like, what the fuck is he watching? And then, yeah, he gets these two terrorists in, and these two are probably the funniest characters in the movie when you can understand what they're saying, because most of the time they've just got extremely heavy, stereotypical racist accents. Yep. Um, none of it makes. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. And then the dictator's like, oh yeah, you got to go kill Miss Australia because she said that I smell like pizza. And then these two try to figure out what kind of pizza the dictator smells like. And then they go like, an old cheese pizza with anchovies? And then they ask the dictator, what kind of crust? And then Brilliant. the dictator's like, I want you to go kill this girl on this VHS. And the dic- and terrorists are like, uh, it's impossible because that's pre-recorded. And then the dictator's like, I don't care. Go kill them. Because he's like, he pulls out a gun on them then. And he's like, I say lick toilet, you lick toilet. I say pick nose, you pick nose. I say kill Miss Australia, you kill Miss Australia. <laughs> and then th- these two terrorists decide to... Um, Go on a boat. Go to find, find this, this boat. Yeah, yeah. No, no other information. They just decide yes. to go and find this boat. And They're just on they a boat say, on a cruise. And then uh, <laughs> they say she is deader than a koala on a freeway. She is deader than a shrimp on a barbie, because she's Miss Australia, and that's funny. Classic Aussie banter. And then <laughs> um, Shecky's sad that he's single. And now the dictator's super sad that he's single. And the dictator decides to sing a song. He goes, It's a sad, sad world when you look like a pizza. It's a sad, sad world still when no girl wants to meet you. So yeah, he's upset that he's got no ladies and he smells like a pizza. (laughs) Fucking hell. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Uh, And then we just cut back to the movie and... Uh, cut back to the cruise ship and Dickie is just super drunk and he needs a shit so he's holding his ass as he's walking around the cruise and then he goes to throw up and then and then his, and then his hat falls off yeah his hat flies off into the sea and Dickie goes for a shit and locks himself in the toilet for the rest then, of the movie yeah Dickie's locked in the toilet for the rest of the movie <laughs> and then Miss Australia sees Dickie's hat in the sea and just presumes that he's dead and yeah, then, I wrote this. I was like, nobody went to search. Nobody checked on anything. They just go from straight to, oh my God, there's a hat in the water to they're having a eulogy for him at a, at a funeral. Yep. They they, they nice. set up the funeral in like five minutes long, uh, five minutes time. And again, this priest is another fantastic character. First of all, there's a massive shot, a close-up shot of the priest just sticking his finger up his nose and eating a booger that he's found. And then... <laughs> <laughs> oh it's just fucking awful then this is another fantastic line in the movie the priest um tells everybody to look look in the bible and he goes let's look in our books at psalm 29 jackson 5 red sox 4 yankees 3 at the bottom of the eighth nice <laughs> and then we've just got some guy crying and screaming to the world that nobody on the cruise ship is going to make them laugh and brighten their day anymore so this inspires sandler to become the cruise ship comedian i guess yeah do you know do you know what something i've i was looking at that guy who's just shouting doesn't get a name in the movie but he gets a credit as an acting list on oh movie. does he yeah <laughs> gabe sachs as funeral mona oh he doesn't get a name it's I, I just, guess. he just gets an acting credit for it but fucking oh god i i wonder if he's added that himself to wiki and then Oh, that's got to be going for. That's got to be for the CVA. Eh? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And then um, B- Billy Zane shows up as King Neptune. Yeah, 
what what's this about like is he actually like is it supposed to be king neptune i thought it was like a character on the boat that just is there like that, doing a I fucking show or something but i i it might be actually neptune and then yeah B- billy zane shows up king neptune and he does a speech and then well he tries to do a massive speech but then sandler cuts him off and he basically says billy zane we don't have the budget for you like we can't keep you on screen for too long or whatever yeah, he says, yeah, King Neptune tries to extend his story, but Sam's like, we don't have the time or budget for this now. Move on. And then Neptune just cuts his whole story down and uh, tells Sandler to remember the power of laugh. Which is the plot device of this movie that yep. doesn't really do anything. And then we cut to the terrorists on the boat trying to find their ship. And one of the terrorists, Ahmed, believes that he's uh, extremely funny. And this is a foreshadowing for later on. And then it's Sandler's... Um, we're getting up to Sandler's first um, show. And he's freaking out with nerves. And then there's another musical number here to inspire him to yeah. be better with him and Bob in the cabin. It's nowhere as near as elaborate as what Billy Madison was. but Probably one of the better parts of the movie. I, I can't remember it at all. I've just got a note written down that says small musical number in the room, question mark. <laughs> couldn't couldn't tell you what happened, but it's there. Uh, and then Bob is like, oh, Shaggy, you're a funny guy. You just need to be yourself on stage. Like, you make people laugh naturally. And then uh, it's, uh, D- yeah, Dickie's still uh, stuck in the toilet for the rest of the film. And then Sanders on stage, but everybody in the audience is super sad because... Dickie has just died and nobody wants Sandler there. And Dick, uh, Sandler starts his thing and then Billy Bob Thornton's here in the crowd as I, and I knew it was Billy Bob Thornton, but fuck me, looking at that, you would have absolutely no idea that was Billy Bob Thornton. Yep, I, I know. I was like waiting for him to turn up and I was like, there's no fucking way. No so, fucking way. So yeah, Sa- Sandler's bombing and everybody's booming, uh, booing him. And then... Uh, Sandler asks um, Dave what he does, and he's like, oh, I'm a construction worker. And then Sandler's like, oh, what do you construct? And then Dave just goes, I construct buildings. What what the fuck else would I construct? (laughs) And then everybody continues to boo Sandler. And then Croker, everybody's like, oh, let's get Croker on stage. And they're like, Croker, Croker, Croker. And then Croker gets on stage and performs, I want to slap your cat. Yeah. And this is just a full music video. And his entire band just turns up out of nowhere. Yep, yep. full music video uh, in the middle of this movie. <laughs> and then Sandler realises he sucks and he introduces King Neptune to Bob because King Neptune's just on a... Sandler, yeah. goes to... Sandler goes to Bob and like, Bob, I suck, blah, blah, blah. Um, I had inspiration from King Neptune. And he's like, King Neptune? Like, Sandler, like, oh yeah, he's just over there drinking a cocktail or whatever. And we just Oh yeah, that's where he's just having a little smoke on the side. Eh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then Bob's like, Oh, I'm gonna be honest with you, Shecky, I hate stand up. I think it's it's sad, it's pathetic, I think it's the most degrading thing a person could ever do, um, do in his life. It's it's pathetic that you're hanging out your dirty laundry and pining for that attention you never got when you were a kid. <laughs> and then Bob, tell, Bob tells Shaggy, instead of being yourself, 
why didn't you tell jokes next time? Despite saying earlier, instead of telling jokes, why didn't you be yourself? And then more terrorists, and now back to the dictator, and he's watching the terrorists on the TV. Yeah, he's watching the terrorists he just sent on the pre-recorded movie. Yep. And now he's happy because he's got this woman who's just randomly there. And then Yeah, she just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, this woman comes out of nowhere and she's like, oh, my dad, you threw my dad in jail because he didn't vote for you. And then she's like, can you get him out? He's like, yes, 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 I'll get him out in five years' time. <laughs> nice. She's uh, funny because she, as an actress, is like easily, at this point anyway, by far and away the most famous person in this movie and she's in it for about 45 seconds. Who Who is she? No idea, but I had a look on her Wikipedia before and she's like, that one of the last of the golden age of Hollywood, I believe it said, and she's been in absolutely loads of shit. But but we got Titanic's own Billy Zane. Yeah, but I mean, in 1989, she's oh, yeah, definitely like <laughs> what she, she's called Terry Moore. Let me just let me just reel some of these off her. She's an account. Oh, she's she was an Oscar nominee. Oh wow. She's she's 93 now, so she's had a good innings. St- still kicking. Still, she's still going. She's still cracking on, mate. But yeah, she was in movies from like the fucking the forties. Jesus Christ! Fair play to yeah. her. Yeah, and now she's cut down to a tiny role in the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, um, just horrendous. Uh, but then, she's still cracking on. She did something in twenty nineteen. Oh, did she? Yeah, F- fair this play. Lady's to her. going for it. Fair play. If anyone's still listening, I'm just trying to find anything interesting about this movie to talk about. <laughs> I don't blame you if you've cut this fucking short. <laughs> oh Christ! All right, so she's there, and then and then we cut back to the ship, and Dickie's still in the yeah. toilet, and he's like, "Get me out, get me out!" And then Croker and his manager hear him, and now they believe that the ship is haunted because Dickie is supposed to be dead. Um, and then then we get a scene back in the cabin, and. This is probably one of the best bits in the movie. Check is like, uh, should I wear the pink shirt or the green shirt? And then, oh yeah, this is Bob just. I made note so. of this. Just wear both. This, and then, <laughs> but Bob is like, oh, I think you should wear both. And then he's like, oh okay. And then, uh, terrorists are lost in the middle of the sea, and one's like, who's the navigator? And the other's like, I'm not the navigator. It's like, who's holding the map? I'm I'm holding the map. And the one's like, if you're holding the map, you're the navigator. And it's like, oh yeah, I am the navigator. <sighs> yep, that was the most necessary scene in the movie. And we've got Sandler's <sighs> second stand-up get, uh, set. He's telling jokes and he's still bobbing. And then he says something about a ring. Oh yeah, he's got a joke about a ring and this robber oh, and the, trying the to steal an engagement ring. The goes. butter, the butter joke. <clears throat> yeah, and he's like, um, next time, why didn't you put butter on a finger? It'll come off easier. And then terrorists finally make it to the boat, apparently. No, we've got Milton Burl yet. He goes to oh, meet Milton. Yeah, yeah, he just I, has no, a dream sequence of Milton Burl. That, that's after. Is it? So the, so the terrorists find the boat in the ocean before they get to the boat. And then um, Sandler says something. Oh, he breaks the fourth wall again he's like do i know nothing about comedy um and then i was like yeah you've made this movie so i guess not and then we get the dream sequence with uh milton burl um and he's just a super famous entertainer yeah i'll take that back 
Milton Berle is probably the most famous yeah. person in this movie. <clears throat> he's a super famous Why is Milton Berle in this movie? Because he's, <laughs> he was probably at the end of his life and the heyday of Golden Age cinema was over, so he's just looking for a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hell. They can't have paid him much money, though, eh? <laughs> no. Um, and then Sandler goes, hey, are you famed comic Milton Berle? And then he's like, um, I, I hope I am because I've had a lot of fun with my with his wife. <laughs> and then he's the only good bit in this movie he's actually quite funny but like it's yeah. too little too late <laughs> did you hear how much canned laughter was in this scene oh it's awful it's there was so much canned laughter in the scene and then yeah um milton bill just gives sandler a load of comedic advice and then again doesn't he just give him like 10 jokes to reel yeah. off and then he's just like yeah you'll be fine now um yeah, you'll be fine. Just remember the most powerful thing in the world is the power of laughter, which is the same advice that King Neptune gave him earlier on. And then... It's just terrible. I don't know I don't know why, but I've got a note here before this. It's just... I think there's like a montage where they just have all the models and they're just filming them for about five minutes. Oh, yeah. It just, all it is is my note says, yeah, was I, this film I, just an excuse to... To have models in swimsuits, because that's all yeah. it is. It's like I, I, like there's a like a I, fucking five minute montage I, of them just fucking film, <laughs> filming models in swimsuits. Yeah, yeah, I, I got that down as well. But yeah, I think it was. It is a good five minute montage of just. But it's just bikini it's girls. Just relevant. Yeah, that's all it is. Um, and then after, after that dream sequence with uh, Milton Berle, yeah. Sandler's killing it. And then we hear gunshots. The terrorists have arrived on the boat, and then they chase people around, and they get up stage. They take the mic off Sandler, and they're like, Miss Australia, where are you, Miss Australia? And then, despite being cruise ship uh, workers, uh, Bob and Shecky decide to hide rather than protecting the guests on the ship like they're probably supposed to. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah, I do exactly the same. And then, um... <laughs> And then Miss Australia's in the boat where Shecky and Bob are hiding and Bob goes, hey, who's this? And Shecky goes, oh, this is Miss Australia, Dickie Diamond's girlfriend. And Bob just goes, how am I supposed to know? I haven't done any scenes with Dickie Diamond and his girlfriend. (laughs) That was one of the only notable bits of the movie. And I was like, you know what? That's going crap. I'll give you that. I can't Uh, argue with that. Yeah. And then... (laughs) That, that's probably the funniest bit. And then the terrorists are still on the mic, and they're like, "Miss Australia, we want to meet. Uh, we want you to meet your mayor." And then she's like, "Oh my god, they want me to meet the mayor." And Sandler, Sandler's like, "Nah, they're just speaking broken English. They want you to meet your maker." And then they have like a Scooby Doo chase around the around the boat. I was gonna say they have a full. It's so long this Scooby Doo scene. This it's boat like, chase. It's like eight, eight minutes long. It goes for so long, and then. The, 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 then. In between all this happening, Adam Sandler is wearing a green shirt, and then it cuts to a different shot, and he's wearing his pink shirt, and then it cuts to a different shot, and he's back to green, and it switches like eight times. And I was watching this like, is this intentional or is that like, have they just fucked up and they just they just film this on different days? And then I realised, oh, he told him to wear bold shirts before, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, all right, that's pretty funny. And then, <laughs> This is the funniest bit of the movie. But fucking what? Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then after this chase, 
Bob and Miss Australia start hitting it off, and then Miss Australia is caught by the terrorists after she suggests that the terrorists kill her main competition. And then Bob yeah. and Becky are arguing about who saves Miss Australia. And then Bob eventually decides to go, but he gets knocked out straight away. Yeah. And then... Somehow, Adam Sandler's character manages to get the, the terrorist back on the mic. Yeah. We, uh, we get some more fun. This guy's trying to tell some jokes. And then you have the greatest hostage save of all time, in my opinion. Where Bob just comes over and just slight, just just basically grabs her and yeah. then just walks off, and that's it. That's hostage hostage scenario is over. <laughs> I just don't understand what's going on. Adam Sandler basically saves yeah. the day, tells them that they can be in his fucking movie or like a TV show or something. He yeah. saves the day with the power of laughter. Everybody, we've all come full circle. Uh, I, I've got one more line here. So when Sandler was uh. When Sandler, before they got up on stage together, Sandler asks uh, the terrorist, he goes, what do you do, Ahmed? And Ahmed's like, I'm a freedom fighter. I fight for the people. And sometimes I deliver for dominoes. <laughs> and then, yeah, nice. they become mates. And then the stand-up. And then the dictator's watching them do stand-up on, on the screen. And Sandler, Sandler's like, yeah, come move to America with me. And then um, D- Dickie gets himself out by praying to God. Yeah. And then he says... Praise uh, the God. Door <laughs> open. And then as soon, as soon as the door's open, he just goes, you stupid motherfucker, I'm an atheist. And then there's a guy dressed as a banana. And then Dickie tries Wait, to... what? T- yeah. There's just a random guy dressed as a banana. I completely missed that. Just randomly there. And then... All right. I'll take your word for it. Then Dickie comes back to the stand-up stage and he tries to take the mic from the terrorists... And the audience don't like it because they want to hear the terrorists tell jokes. And then uh, the terrorists throw Dickie overboard. Which is my my main argument with this movie is he was the only person that goes overboard. Yeah. But the guy can't, who gets... Can't name your whole movie after that, surely. The, the guy who gets thrown overboard is clearly a stunt double as well. <laughs> and now the dicta- well. dictator's really upset with... Uh, with the terrorist, so he shoots his TV, and then King Neptune shoot, uh, shows up again, and uh, he introduces Sandler to his daughter called Slimy. Oh yeah, and then the movie the just Queen ends. of the Sea. The movie ends with uh, Sandler hooking up with a mermaid and Dicky Diamond drowning into his death. Yeah, he just has a life raft that slides under, and then he's just dead and flips off the camera. Yep, nice. The end. We end with a with a little flick off, and thank fucking Christ, that's over. I, I watched. <laughs> I've watched this three times in the last two weeks. How? How I, on earth? I don't know. But each time I've watched it, I've just upped the speed. <laughs> nice. It's oh, it's honestly such a bad film. It's dreadful. That was like it was painful. Yeah. I was like, I've put I've put off watching it for so long because I was like, okay, it's gonna be bad, and then I finally got there, and it was worse. For the people who don't know, me and Matt have been planning this for a while. So I decided to watch it like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Yeah. And yeah, things were just getting pushed back. So by the time it got to this episode, I'd completely forgotten everything <laughs> that had happened. I, wa- so I had to watch it again. I watched this movie an hour before we recorded this podcast and I still couldn't tell you anything that happened in that movie. Yeah, you, you probably did it. Uh, did it the best way. 
yeah, sorry All everyone. Right. If this no. was tough to get through, <laughs> it, it was genuinely sorry. It was tough for us as well, but I, I promise things do get better from here on out. Right, I uh, do have some good trivia though from this yeah. movie. Go on, yeah, Sh- shoot off some trivia. So I was like looking through the cast on here, seeing who can do. Obviously, you got Burt Young as the general. If anyone doesn't know Burt Young, he's he's um Rocky Balboa's brother-in-law from the Rocky movies. Uh, Alan Covert as the bartender is um he's one of the just Adam Sandler's mates from like the early days and he's just one of his producers. He's in like a bunch of stuff. Um uh, uh, Alan the... Covert pops up as bit parts everywhere, doesn't he? Yeah, he's like the he's the disheveled ca- caddy in um in Happy Gilmore, like he's it, in uh his, his he's in Big Daddy, he's one of the gay lawyers. Big Daddy. Yes, yeah, he's one of the gay lawyers. Yeah. Yeah. And then so obviously, obviously, like Billy Zane, but he's in it for about thirty-five seconds. Ter- Terry Moore doesn't even get a name in this movie; she's just listed as mistress. We have Milton Berle for some reason. Billy Bob Thornton, who, if you didn't know that was Billy Bob Thornton, you would have absolutely no idea. And we get down to so yellow fucking this guy who's in the band. He's he I don't know what he's acting for, but he's supposed to be like this amazing um, animation artist. And he co-created Phineas and Ferb. And then he also worked on Hey Arnold, The Simpsons, Rocco's Modern Life, SpongeBob, and was like a long-time director for Family Guy. Who? Uh, Dan Povermeyer. Pov- Dan Povermeyer? Dan, Dan Povermeyer? Yeah. Wait, who is he? He's the rock star in this movie. He's uh, the yellow teeth guy. That's not Dan Povermeyer. That's what fucking Wikipedia claims. What? Croker? Yeah. That is not Dan Povermeyer. I'm telling you, mate, that's apparently him. No way. I swear to God, yeah. I was like, this is fucking crazy. How has this happened? Because <laughs> Dan Povermeyer, he's massive on TikTok right now. Yeah, I saw this. He's got a huge TikTok and he's got like fucking hundreds of millions of views. Yeah. I, so he, yeah, apparently this is Dan Povermeyer. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I I need to I need to confirm this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, while Kerry's having his little breakdown over there, I'm gonna go through the cast again because we've still got some good good ones to go through. Um, Stephen Brill is uh he's the priest, and he um returns later on. Like he is just basically a director for a bunch of Adam Sandler oh. movies. Uh, directed oh, Little oh, Nicky. Oh, oh yeah. Okay, so Croker is Adam Rifkin. So the main rock star is a gentleman called Adam Rifkin. But yeah, Dan Povermeyer is in this movie as a character called Yellow Teeth. And, yeah. And yes. Th- is that not? I, no. Oh, okay. So, right, Croker's right. the main rock star. That's where we were getting confused. Okay, but, I'll give you that. Fuck but, me. Yeah, Dan Povermeyer, co-creator Phineas and Ferb, is... In this movie. Is in this movie, for some reason. Should we uh, reach out to him to see if he can give this movie a shout-out, this podcast a shout-out? Oh, please say, <laughs> what was it like to be part of this movie? Oh, okay. I've, I've, Pete, Peter Berg uh, is also in this movie as Mort Ginsburg. Who the fuck is that? 
No who idea. is that character in this movie? I don't know. But yeah, I've, I've just got him written down as director of Mark Wahlberg movies because his last five like directorial credits are Lone Survivor, Deepwater Horizon, Patriot's Day, Mile 22, and Spencer Confidential, all starring Mark Wahlberg. Oh. <laughs> and, he also directed, and he also directed Battleship, so that's something. Ba- Battleship's not bad. <laughs> they are dreadful. And the... And then Adam Rifkin, like we were saying before, is actually Croker, wrote Mouse Hunt and Small Soldiers. So fucking shout out to that guy. Yeah. And Adam Rifkin's also Miss Spain, apparently. Yeah, who... Oh, that's the chick with the beard, I guess. That has to be. Fuck, we're really trying here, guys. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I've got a couple of other pieces of trivia here. Um, With this movie, Adam Sandler was so embarrassed that it's not included in his official filmography on his website. So I'm glad it's not only us that feel yeah. this way. Adam Sandler's uh, website has a list of all his films, but this one's left off. Um, this movie was re-released in 1996 after the success of Billy Madison and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I saw that. Why would why would you want to re-release this? I'm, I'm guessing it was a <laughs> production company. Um, oh, yeah. J- just trying to get a just... quick cash grab. Trying and to make then, some um, more money. And then, <laughs> finally, as of 2021, this film is number 15 in IMDb's list of the bottom 100 films of all time. Deservedly so. Yeah. It's dreadful. The fact that Don't it's watch so bad. It. Yeah. I completely skipped this. There's no need for anyone to ever watch this movie. Right. Matt, this movie has failed with critics. It failed with audiences it's failed pretty much everywhere so matt how many sandbags out of 10 would you give this movie bearing in mind that you give billy madison a 3.5 last week yeah this is i don't think you could fill an entire sandbag with this movie so what are we saying we're saying none it's nothing and it couldn't stop the wave of shit this movie is that's all i've got to say perfect so you you've given it a zero (laughs) I, I think I'll Absolutely give Absolutely not. I'll think I'll give it a yeah. one point three nah. Yeah. one point two six. There's a couple of funny lines here. Bob was a good character. I I enjoyed the banter that the terrorist had, but there's <laughs> Sandler's performance is absolutely dreadful in this. Yeah, there's oh just the less said the better about this entire fucking movie. I'll give it a 1.26 for a couple of funny lines that did genuinely, genuinely make me laugh. Um, it was ambitious for Sandler, to his first film, to try and swindle a holiday, which he, which I guess he, sw- he did. He, sw- he swindled a holiday on a boat with a yeah. bunch of models. So you know what? I can't argue with that. I'm going to give it a yeah 1.26 and it could stop the wave of that bird-shit-filled cocktail that Sandler... <laughs> gave to that uh, guest at the start of the The movie poor lady Um, I think we should just end it there I think we're just fucking done we've reached it, we've hit an hour that's fucking that's an hour too long talking about this fucking movie that was tough Um, yeah if if people want to subscribe to this podcast please subscribe, leave us a five star please don't judge us on this episode yeah Leave us a five-star <laughs> review, and but actually tell us in the comments what you actually think. 
Follow us on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, at SoSandlerUsPod. Send us an email at SoSandlerUsPod at gmail.com. And then hopefully we shall see you next week for our third episode where we will discuss the movie Shakes the Clown. I can't fucking wait. Which is better than this, but... That's not saying much. But it was still a struggle. <laughs> no, there, there's a couple of fans out there for Shakes the Clown. Like, it, it, it's a lot better than this film. But yeah, follow us on socials, leave us a review. Apart from that, uh, I guess <laughs> we'll see you next week. Sorry for ruining your evening for an hour. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, <laughs> sorry, guys. I know this movie's ruined mine. Yeah. Oh. All right. But, but, Take it easy, guys. Have a good time. But, bye. <laughs> bye. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.